Yo, I'm Chad. And this is Eric. And together we are... That's my Batman theme. <laughs> Good job. Good job. It's time to talk about the Batman. Yes, in this 75th anniversary, they're just shooting out Batman all over us. It's like, it's nostalgia fever, man. It's like new Batman, old Batman, beyond Batman. It's like the month of the Batman. I wish every month and every year was Batman because <laughs> this shit's awesome. Like, these Batman movies and shorts are coming out with are so good. It's like, yes, that is what we like. More, please. Yeah. Well, DC Animated cannot do any wrong. I mean, even their weakest material blows anything Marvel's ever done, animated-wise, out of the water. Yes, and to prove it, we're going to talk mostly about DC Animation this episode with a little bit of Marvel Animation. That's right. Oh, and oh my God, what a horrible comparison. Yeah. Well, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Well, I just have to say that... Um, just like Batman has to battle one of his arch nemeses, Poison Ivy, I am also battling Poison Ivy. Oh no! On both my legs. Do you, wait, wait. So, did you get your Poison Ivy on your legs, like hunting down the Easter Bunny? No. Oh no! It doesn't strike that fast. Okay. No, I got Poison Ivy. I'm not not the sexy kind either. <laughs> the fucking itchy kind. Mm-hmm. No, I was doing yard work. Uh, a ways back like a week or so and um and i just walked right through a patch of it without even looking you know i was like fuck it it's just doing it and then it's like it takes a little bit to pop up and then it does and you're like oh what's that oh it's this weird line of raised bumps and oh a couple days later it's red oh shit it hurts bad <laughs> oh poison ivy sucks that's why batman's always hooking up with catwoman not poison ivy man he knows yeah he's like you look hot but my <laughs> dick is gonna itch in two days. Oh. It ain't worth it. And then, of course, my hand will probably, you know, or maybe his mouth would itch. I don't know. Hey, hey, <laughs> maybe. How much of a giver Batman is. <laughs> maybe, maybe, be like, maybe be like the dude, like the rock, the rock demon guy from a Ninja Scroll, who is like, "Fuck, why am I falling apart?" And all the touch, all the parts that I touch that woman with. Yeah. Yeah. No, luckily, I didn't touch my legs afterwards so it's just both my legs have poison ivy but thank god i didn't get it on my hands or face or anything like that because it sucks ass dude and, it, and i didn't treat it for a while either so i was like i just lived with it uh. i was like fuck this really hurts i think these are bug bites or like maybe i cut my legs outside mm-hmm. and then i was like then i was like googling poison ivy and like it was like i read the the stages and i was like oh shit that's exactly what i did and then i like googled what it looks like and i was like <laughs> Oh god, that's exactly what's in the backyard. <laughs> so, whoopsie. Man, po- poison ivy is like the gonorrhea of the plant world. You know what I mean? It's well, like you just got I plant mean, STD'd. Well, no, cuz this goes away in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> this is not with me for the rest of my life, Chad. This oh, is no, just, all right, well, it's good. This is this is temporary. This is the cold sore of <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, it sucks, but I don't know. What are you gonna do? I hit it with some with some Batman Ivy, like Bat Ivy spray or something. Oh yeah, I'm carrying it around now in my fucking Bat belt. <laughs> <laughs> Believe me, the lotion is going on. That's good. Rub the lotion on your skin. <laughs> yes. Um. So yeah, we got to talk about some Batman stuff. Well, I mean, first of all, this it's the 75th anniversary, and DC is just hitting us. Thankfully, Bruce Tim is uh. 
just making these little Batman shorts. And the first one that we saw was like classic Batman. Yeah. It was supposed to be Batman set in the 1930s, I think. Something like that. Something like from the Gaslight era. Uh, but, it, but it was basically like a throwback. The designs were all from Batman, the animated series. Yeah, you know, the, and he TV, was... the TV show from Fox that we all that made us that was super dark and made us all fall in love with the Batman. Yeah, and voiced by Kevin Conroy perfectly, and um, and this was great. It was like uh, it was like a classic serial kind of monsters saving the damsel in distress. So good, right? And uh, was it Solomon Grundy? Was it not? Uh, I don't think it was supposed to be Solomon Grundy, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's open Could to interpretation. I think it was just supposed to be like classic monster movie right with with batman in it which by the way batman in a monster movie would be great like batman versus the werewolf or versus dracula he did that oh yeah we did see batman versus dracula <laughs> but it wasn't I, as good i mean it, it was like it was uh the batman series from the early 2000s oh, okay wasn't that good yeah i didn't i didn't watch that it's probably because it was the batman uh you know but but like all these uh all these shorts uh, have really made me like so nostalgia hard for all the old series like after the three-minute short is over, I just feel like, wait, wasn't that going to be like a whole episode? Come on. It should be new series. It's like if you're making these shorts because you know they're what people like and people are eating up these shorts because they love it so much, um, let's just do more, please. Right? I mean, Beware the Batman just got canceled after one season. Mm-hmm. And I will say it did definitely pick up in the second half of its episodes that never aired on Cartoon Network. Oh, damn. That I'm watching online. It eventually did get good. Uh-huh. Um, not great, and I don't like CG animation for cartoons, but uh, you know, it definitely got a lot better. Um, but there's a rule that there's always supposed to be one Batman cartoon on at all times, so there's an opening. Let's fill it. <laughs> fill McCracken. There you go, dude. Oh, well, speaking, speaking of TV shows and getting good later, I just watched the last... The, the most recent two episodes of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Wait, wait, wait. So we're already done with Batman? No way, dude. I'm just segueing. This is like a quick segue. Fuck, fuck your segue. You gotta what? be kidding me. We're, we just did one part of the Batman stuff. All right, all right. Now let's talk about shitty S.H.I.E.L.D. <sighs> let's bring up some more Batman. We just promised Batman. All right, then. All right. It's like, hey, I'm having steak for dinner. No, Brussels sprouts. I love Brussels sprouts. Has everyone had one bite of steak? Let's transition to Brussels sprouts. Uh, fine. All right. All right. Fine. The second short that was released was Batman Beyond. Oh, so fucking wow, good. Wow, 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 wow. I mean, so good. They got both uh, voice actors, Kevin Conroy, Will Friedel. They got the music. They got the look. Uh... Old Bruce Wayne got beat up, and it's like this uh, robot Batman who's dressed to look like the 90s cartoon Batman. Right. And uh, Terry McGinnis, Batman Beyond, totally kills him. Well, actually, pretty much Bruce, old Bruce Wayne basically killed him. Dude, it's always, it's always a double team with those guys. Yeah. And so you're like, oh, man, this is so good. I miss it so much. And then all of a sudden, like old Bruce is like, he didn't come alone. And you see robot <laughs> versions of like every Batman possible. I saw Michael Keaton Batman. Yep. I saw Dark Knight Returns Batman. I saw Batman Brave and the Bold. <laughs> was there Cartoon Network? Was, wasn't there 60s Batman in there somewhere? <laughs> there was some kind of weird like skeleton Batman or something too. Right. Well, Batman uh, like a while ago, back when they were doing like medieval spawn, future spawn, like they did that for Batman too. 
Mm. Like, every once in a while, like, I don't know if it's, like, figure arts. We'll do, like, some, like, you know, Batman at the dawn of time. Batman, Indian, you know, like, like when Bruce Wayne was hopping through time. Oh, right, all right. Yeah, so, you know, everybody, everybody's got a Batman. I didn't see Christian Bale Batman, probably because he probably would, like, would, like, get out of my fucking light! God <laughs> damn it! God, you and the Batman suck! I can't work with you! But, uh, no, and so, and that, what a perfect way to leave that story, like, oh, shit! And, of course, there's seven of them, and Terry McGinnis goes, seven on two, as old Bruce puts on a bat belt. Yes. And it, like, hardly seems fair, and old Bruce is like, yes, for them. Bam, baby! (laughs) Oh, yeah! Can you feel it? Dude, every every episode of Batman Beyond, the, I should say, the best episodes of Batman Beyond were where Bruce went out, went back out into the field with whatever assisting device, and him and Terry kicked ass together. Like the one episode where uh, where they fight Rachel Ghoul and they uh, they de-age Bruce, maybe yeah. like 30, 40 years, so he can whoop ass, and him and Terry kicking ass side by side like sidekicks with Chuck Norris. So yeah, oh yeah. Dude, it's <laughs> so good. Yeah, I mean, or like one he had to put like on like he put on like Hulkbuster armor, Batman armor. Like he, I guess it would be Superman busting armor. Yeah, <laughs> he did that a couple times, and then I think at one point Ink Ink destroyed the armor, and that's when you knew they were screwed. Yeah. No, I mean that's as, as good as that first Batman short was. The Batman Beyond one just fucking blew it out of the water. It was so awesome. Yep. Give us what we want. You know, just do like a Batman like multiverse show. Just give us shorts, man. I don't care. Just give us like more of what we what we desire, which is not not CG Batman. Give us animated Batman. And I feel like, all right. So, leading right into it, I feel like this this new movie, Son of Batman, is exactly what we're looking for. Yes, Son of Batman is awesome. Oh, that's fucking great. The latest DC animated uh, movie was so good it's all about you know damian wayne the storyline of how he comes to be under batman's tutelage um and right off the bat two minutes into this you understand that this is the goriest deadliest dc animated movie they've ever done oh yeah with well i think they said this is the continuation of the new 52 style uh, of everything of DC animated, I guess that started with uh, with Green Lantern calling out douchebag and yeah. uh, and blood and guts from the uh, from Justice League War. Yeah. So or or the uh, flat the Flashpoint paradox that was that's a lot of killing in that one. True. But no, this is right off the bat. I mean, you know, the uh, League of Assassins gets infiltrated because there's got to be some reason to drive. Damien from Raisha Ghoul to Batman, but let's just say a lot of fucking ninjas died that day, brother. Oh, it's great. It was, <laughs> it was, it was kind of like that. The the new Thundercats, where like the old guard is like, we're fucking awesome. We got like arrows and blades and shit. And then the new guard comes in. And they're like, ha ha, rifles. Yeah. <laughs> we have guns, and we're gonna get like seven feet away from you and shoot you in the face, yeah. right in front of the camera. <laughs> it kind of made me feel like. Wow, I don't feel like I feel like I could kill a whole ninja clan now. You just gotta find out where they are, <laughs> wait until they're doing their daily exercising, which is probably like four hours every day, mm-hmm. and they just attack with helicopters. They had it's like, no- that's brilliant. <laughs> they had nowhere to go. They're just like, oh. all right, well, it's it's party time out in the yard, you know, yeah. uh, in the middle of fucking nowhere with no internet. You know, there's nobody yeah. they can call because they're a secret ninja guild. They can't call anybody for help. 
and their only like ace in the hole is like a Gatlin gun that fires like arrows. <laughs> if I've learned anything, it's always attack ninjas during gym class. Mm. Because that's when you catch them with their pants down. Exactly. They, they don't have, like, any of their special gear. They're just, you know, out there with their swords just hanging out. Yeah, so Damien goes to live with Bruce. You know, we're not going to spoil this whole movie. But, I mean, it's based on the comic books. Like, it basically did what the comic books did. But So, anyways, this is great fucking buddy cop movie with Bruce and his little son who we didn't know existed <laughs> who instantly was like yes I'm going to be Robin and Bruce is like oh shit yeah. and uh and you know they're going out into the field fighting and Bruce is trying to teach him you can't kill Damien you know like <laughs> any other kid you'd be like no don't touch candy unless we pay for it this one's like no don't knife that guy <laughs> got to go to jail and I loved it it was funny it was violent uh the storyline was good I you know what I hated Damien in the comic books mm. hated and I just watched this one movie, and now I love him. Wow. Holy shit, man. This movie was great. It totally changed the power I feel about Damien, which is unfortunate since they killed him in the comics now. I know. I know. It's just, it's really unfortunate. But, you know, it's like every controversial move sparks your interest, I guess, a little bit more. But, no, I, I felt the same way. I was like, wow, this is the only way I will like uh, Robin is if is if the new Robin makes fun of everything they did with the old Robin, including the old Robin himself, uh, the Nightwing, Night Nightwing, well, yeah, Nightwing, aka Dick Grayson, yes. had is also in this movie, and he's awesome. Yeah, I liked I liked uh, Nightwing. He was cool. He was funny. Yeah, but but the but you know Damien as new Robin is just like he's a bloodthirsty killer, and you have to like hold him back, or he's going to like kill everyone. And I'm just like, oh, that's great. That's totally awesome, you know, and they gave Robin pants. Thank God for that. He's like the scrappy-doo of the series, except a lethal version. <laughs> you know, like this puppy power, going <laughs> to kill your ass fast. Dude, ex oh, man, God. If only they had, if only Scrappy had had, like, a knife in the old Scooby-Doo series, <laughs> that would have been the same thing because they're always holding him back. He's like, get me back there. I'll fucking murder that ghost. I'll brutalize him. I'll tear his eyes out. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I'm uh, seriously. This I might have to go back and reread some of, the, you know, the Damien now because I was like, ah, oh, fucking Bruce as a kid, he didn't know about it. The the Robin is even younger than yeah. all the other Robins who are already too young. You know, I was uh, and when they killed him, I was like, ah, fuck it, whatever, good. Mm -hmm. But um, but now I was like, shit, the guy, this was really cool. I mean, Dick Grayson, cool as a Robin, it's fine. I mean, he looks terrible, but he's cool as a character now. Jason Todd, well, he died. He came back interesting as Red Hood. Tim Drake sucks ass as Robin. He was the youngest one. <laughs> he was shitty. He was stupid. And then Damien comes along and I'm like, oh, man, I can really get behind this Robin. This is a cool-ass Robin, man. Mm. Yeah, well, now, now I'm interested to see him in more movies. It's like, well, all right, you gave us the origin story. Now what are you going to do with it? You know? The next one is Death of Son of Batman. <laughs> <laughs> and he's dead. I mean, when when did Damien first appear? It had to be uh, like five... Ten years ago? Five, ten years ago, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I feel, I feel somewhere, like... Somewhere in the mid-2000s. I feel like outside of like Justice League War, they're, they're always like this uh like seven to eight year gap between like when a comic comes out and when they put it up on the big screen so maybe we'll get like maybe we'll get black mirror maybe we'll get um uh hang on i, well, I had this awesome guide of like batman stuff that you should read let's well, see you're, you're gonna get the court of the owls right that's like big one from like two three years ago that everyone was raving about i mean you could do the death of batman and the return into batman incorporated 
Oh, never, never. That sucks. <laughs> I mean, they that could make it cool. Sucked. Hey, if they could make Damian Wayne, who you hated, actually cool, I bet they could uh, do that story in a way that wasn't boring. This was really cool. I like, like I said, like the humor, like the violence. The animation, of course, was amazing, like mm -hmm. it almost always is. And I came around on the voice acting. This is the same dude that did Batman and Justice League War, and I didn't like it. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I mean, I, there's been too many good Batman before. Well, basically, Kevin Conroy. And um, the guy who was Batman in, in Under the Red Hood and the Young Justice episodes. Okay. Those guys were awesome. So when this guy showed up in Justice League War, it was a totally different sounding Batman, and I didn't really care for it. But in this one, I was I was down with him. Maybe I, it just took a, an extra movie to get used to. Mm -hmm. I thought everybody did an amazing job, except for Talia. I, I just felt like, oh my god, what were they thinking with or with, with that actress's choices? Like... Like here's a character who has her boobs out the whole movie. She Which has I like love. <laughs> it's like it's it, it's like her front zipper weighed like fifty pounds because it was always unzipped. You know she's like this sexy um like uh like accented like like some kind of foreign accent having uh stripper ninja, and she sounds like the most boring corporate secretary of all time. Oh, that was dang. my only and you know I hate them to like. To hate on actresses but like i just feel like she could have done that differently in a way oh. that it, that matched the character oh daddy like <laughs> <laughs> it was awesome dude she's fucking hot you always just go god it, what? just like just like you to weigh in and critique the woman and everything shut up shut yeah, up well you know come on dude they drew her awesome no she it's true cool. and it's, she had her boobs hanging out and she was like hey batman remember when i date raped you and put something in your drug and made you do me and he's like oh yeah he's like yeah i was pissed but you know it was good <laughs> we're not even making this up that's basically how the conversation went oh, and she's like good. yeah well guess what there was no protection exactly and <laughs> and and as as a parent uh who who had who had his child uh i i was just thinking that all right. My my suspension of disbelief is gone. You can't just have sex once and have a kid. Man, she must have like collected that sperm, and, like and planted oh, no herself. Way, as soon as we pulled the goalie, I'm pregnant. My wife immediately. <laughs> Both times, like pulled the goalie, and a month later she was pregnant. <laughs> Damn. Magic bullets. It's like my superpower. I didn't even know I had. Damn. Good for you, man. Yeah. A lot of people, myself included, had to had to try for a long time. Yeah, I know. I'm not trying to throw it in anyone's face. I know I got the gift. That's right. You got the touch. You do, yeah. <laughs> but um, no, I mean, but we we can suspend our disbelief because it's Talia, and she probably just like jumped in the uh, the fucking pool of pregnancy. Yeah, I'm I'm sure she had her her sexy feminine ways and got some kind of yoga position. You know, that was like good for having kids. She's like but, holds herself upside down so the sperm could just like race into those ovaries. <laughs> By the way, her the voice actor is hot in real life too. I I imagine that's why they cast her because man, she sucked as a character. <laughs> yeah, she was in the Entourage movies as Sloane or Entourage uh, TV series as Sloane, and then she was in um, what's that? That Adam Sandler one, uh, Don't Mess with the Zohan. She okay. was the the hairdresser. Her name's like Emmanuel Shrikri or something. Man, well they should have they should have pulled up Tara Strong or somebody who could do a sexy voice because oh, I felt like what are you talking about? She was fine. Ah. <sighs> Ridiculous. Chad becomes a sexy police. Yeah, man. Woo, woo. Oh, Should have been sexier. Woo. They drew her hot. She was good. What did you want? Jessica Rabbit? I want somebody who sounded like Jessica Rabbit. 
please, come on. That's a, that's my only critique. Ninja, she didn't have to sound like a Marilyn Monroe sex pot because she also killed a bunch of dudes in the movie. Yeah, but when she's like putting her boobs in Batman's face, trying to be sexy, you gotta sound like sexy. You can't be like, hey, my look, God. it's me. I am sexy for you. I can't believe flattest. That. Ever. I can't believe that is what you're coming down on. That's my only. Th- that's my only oh, problem God. with the whole movie. Everything else is great. That's ridiculous. What? <laughs> I guess. Well, you know. I guess <laughs> you, you should go direct porn. <laughs> I should. I will. Goodbye. I liked it. It was cool. Okay. Killer Killer Crocs in there. Dude. He looked awesome in it. He looked terrifying. <laughs> Batman ripped his dick off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so this is cool i mean this is right up there with the top ones you know and they just they're hitting home runs these days they just keep getting so. better I, I i have this feeling that i'm gonna go back and rewatch something dc animated did like 10 years ago and be like oh what was that because everything they're, they're doing now is just so good yeah they're getting better and better so this is fantastic and and i didn't see it but you said you saw a preview for their next full and full uh batman movie that's right. It's Batman uh, Assault on Arkham, I think. Batman Some, Arkham? Uh, I think it's Assault on Arkham, something like that. It's like, it doesn't even, like, Batman's hardly in the trailer. And they should have just called it Suicide Squad the movie because that's what it's all about. It's like, it's about, like, Amanda Waller forms the Suicide Squad and she's like, go get me something in Arkham, do it. And Harley Quinn's on the squad and I think Captain Boomerang, a couple of the guys that are always on there. And they go in, and some bad shit happens, and it's basically the Suicide Squad versus Batman's arch foes versus Batman in Arkham Asylum. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's fuck. It looks great. Wow, that sounds really good. Yeah, and and uh, and I was like, okay, Suicide Squad. I don't recognize everybody, but then I hear Captain Boomerang. I'm like, yes, Boomerang. <laughs> he's my favorite. Well, they probably had like Deadshot or someone in there too, right? Yeah, I mean he's he's usually there. I mean it's, it it looks like a different design than like classic Deadshot, so I couldn't really tell if it was him or like the military guy. Well, um, and this is a chick with ice powers. Um, oh, Killer Frost. Probably, but you know I I had read like the first few like the first ten issues of uh, the original Suicide Squad, and I just love whatever Captain Boomerang's on the squad. I'm like yes. He was mm-hmm. so useless and dumb in his own thing, but like on the Suicide Squad, he's always like the man, you know. You know they had Suicide Squad in the uh, the Green Arrow TV show this year. I heard. I still haven't watched Arrow at all. It's so good, dude. I, I just, mean, like I said, all right. So every hour is what forty four minutes. Yes. Of, all right. Thirty minutes is awesome. <laughs> every episode. Mm-hmm. There's fourteen minutes. It's on the CW, so there's fourteen minutes of of angst and drama. Mm-hmm. You know between. The dude's girlfriend who we can't tell who he is in real life. You know, that kind of bullshit. Yeah. But, I mean, still, 30 good minutes every time. Just kick-ass action. They introduce a ton of DC uh, characters from Black Canary and Huntress to Suicide Squad. I mean, the, you know, Deadshot. They're all in there. Like, it's a really good show. And I, they just keep pushing. They don't make you wait four seasons for big reveals. They just keep dropping them. I, I enjoy that. It just... Uh, like t- I just lost my faith in regular TV shows because every time I go back and watch something that people are really into, I'm just like, ah, TV, it's all the same. It's just people like sitting around talking. No, no, this is good. In fact, if you if you go back, if you decide to watch Arrow, let me know first, and I'll tell you when to fast forward. 
because there's certain people <laughs> if, if the if there's certain people if they are on on the TV I actually did this myself in season one okay if they if certain people show up on the screen you just fast forward and you won't miss anything well if I well, all right so um like, well, I just want to skip to the good stuff so what episode should I start with no you got to do them all really yeah I, I would definitely it's you know they're in the middle of season two right now yeah but I mean season one was great he's a murderer in season one okay he kills people with his arrows well good. And then in season two, he's like, you know what? That's kind of bad. You know, I mean, maybe uh, maybe I shouldn't aim for their faces anymore. (laughs) He'll aim for their shoulders and arms. But, I mean, he was all face arrows in the first season. That should have been his nickname, Face Arrow. Yeah, he was like, I'm going to stop crime by literally killing everyone. Oh, good for him. he started to realize he probably shouldn't do that when, like, the Huntress was like, yeah, I'm going to fucking kill people, too, and uh, I don't even care if they're bad. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, maybe I shouldn't have fucked you and trained you. Uh-oh. And whoops. So, yeah. No, it's good. There's a lot of flashbacks to show how it came, Arrow and stuff. It's good. But, like I said, there's a couple characters that if they're on the screen, you can fast forward and you don't miss well, anything. Who, well, who's the characters? Uh, for Season one, his best friend, Tommy. Uh-huh. And, uh... Laurel, Laurel Lance. Okay. Who technically I think that's Black Canary and uh or is it Dinah Lance that becomes Black Dinah. Canary? Anyway. Yeah, yeah sorry, sorry. Laurel Lance, the sister of Black Canary. Anytime she's on the screen you can pass forward. In All season right. season one and season two is fine. Alright, maybe maybe I'll give it a you know, I'll, I'll give it a fair shake. Uh, oh and, and Oliver's mom. Okay. There. So Beth three, Barthes, those three. You'll be three fine. Characters, probably out of like a six character cast. Well, those, no, those are always the ones that he has to tell lies to and stuff, and they're all like talk about their shitty emotions and stuff, you know, kind of like how Batman and Daredevil do that shit too. Yeah, so. girl stuff. So if you just if you skip through those three, you really don't miss anything, and the rest of it's fantastic. All right, cool. Highly recommend it. All right, cool, great. I'll do that. Can, now can I rip on Agents of Shield? <laughs> yes, yes, you may. I'm still not watching it, but now I'm at least reading the reviews. I. I can't. I, I I did not watch Agents of Shield. Everybody told me how much it sucked. Nerds are whining about it all the time, saying like it's garbage, it's garbage. Why are they doing this to us? It's supposed to be Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Instead, everybody's just morons. But, I watched the first seven episodes and gave up, and I don't give up lightly. Yeah, and but but once Captain America two came out, there's this huge reveal about uh, Hydra infiltrating S.H.I.E.L.D. and I thought, oh, here we go. You know, this can make it interesting. And ev- and all the reviews started getting way more positive about the show. So I watched the two most recent episodes, which is like immediately after and kind of during the uh, Captain America movie, uh, one right. episode takes place, and then there's an Aftermath episode. <clears throat> and these are the two I start- I read the reviews to. Yeah. Because it's like, all right, I'll at least listen to what people say about it. Right. But, you know, I... I I don't know if it's like you have to be like a super fan to really get into it, but it was just like, all right, it's a lot of scenes. It's people talking, you know, a couple action scenes here or there, but like not enough action to keep me in the show. And maybe, maybe you're listening thinking like, what? There's a ton of action in this show, but I just, ah, you know, it just wasn't. It just felt like TV. It felt like television, and I just couldn't get behind it. I love that there was a huge, there was a huge reveal finally where one of the one of the team. Uh, goes Hydra, and you don't know how how long they've been Hydra this whole time. And I thought, all right, cool, it's a cool twist. Uh, are they like a double agent? Are they not? Are they all evil? I don't know. Yeah, but, uh, I mean, but it's like it's it's a little like, well, I don't really care. I just can't get behind the team. Yeah, because they're supposed to be Shield, and half of the team shouldn't even be in Shield. Yeah, 
and eh, wishy-washy bullshit. So, and Coulson, I mean, I, I think he's tough being a main character as opposed to like a side dude, but right. I don't know. Well, if it gets picked up to season two, I'm willing to start watching again there because then they've got an off season to uh, fix their shit. It's funny. It felt like for a while, like um, it's basically like Marvel kind of marketing like their good properties. Uh, mm-hmm. and so it's kind of like a commercial for that. We're like, hey, Thor 2 is coming out. Let's put the chick from Thor 2 on the show so she can kind of like rev up some movie tickets. Well, she came on the episode when Thor 2 came out on DVD. Okay. So get it right <laughs> i don't watch the show but yeah. uh but you know and i felt like oh, okay wow so if maybe they can have like a guest star one of the guardians of the galaxy you know the least popular one could come on you know mm-hmm. not not the main characters maybe like a side character yeah and be like yeah. hey everybody watch my movie hooray well like i said we we covered the awesomeness of dc animation but there's a new marvel cartoon that just came out in japan called Marvel Disc Wars. Disc Wars. And that's how they say it too, so it's not we're not sounding <laughs> racist. Exactly how Chad said it is. No. Well, it, there. no what, well, what they do what they do is uh, because there's no there's no word in Japanese for disc wars. Yeah. They basically uh like you know have the kanji spell out the kanji to say it in Japanese like disc su and then so, say it like that. So we're watching this Marvel Marvel Disc Wars Avengers. We're you know it's it's straight from Japan. It's still in Japanese with English subtitles for us, and uh, basically it is the premise of Pokemon. It's, it's but like instead po- of gotta catch them all, you're catch instead of catching Pikachu's, you're catching Iron Man's. Right. It's kind of like it's kind of like Transformers Energon and or Armada. If instead of Minicons, uh, there were actual Transformers. Yeah, so basically, and, and you know, I hate when there's little kids involved, but yes. they might be okay. We'll see. Basically, this uh, these kids, their dad works with Iron Man to invent discs, and you can use the disc to suck <laughs> a hero or a villain into the disc, like a Pokeball, and then you've got them. And they invented this because they're like, yo, whenever bad guys show up, we'll just cool suck them into the disc, and then we don't have to worry about breaking out of jail. We can just keep them in a backpack, all of them. It's like not a problem. <laughs> But the bad guys get a hold of the disc ahead of time, and they start sucking up the good guys. And now it's going to be down to these kids to collect the discs with the heroes, with the Avengers in them, and uh, Pokemon battling against bad guys with them. Right, and it's it's one of those shows where it's so typical of like Japanese TV that it's just like you know exactly what to expect. You know the stock characters, the archetypes. You know it's just a, th- a really thinly veiled. Um, advertisement for some kind of card game or collectible toy. In fact, I'm sure they peppered the commercials in between the breaks with like ads for the toys and yeah. the collectible card game. It's terrible, but it's also cool because you can just get behind and laugh at it. And you know the animation's funny. I mean, you know, obviously Captain America is Japanese in this. It's <laughs> like straight up Japanese. <laughs> um, but no, it's cool. Did you watch? Uh, did you get to the Peter Parker Spider Man reveal? I did. I did. And well, I, you know what I did was I watched the first five minutes, cringing the whole time, and I was like, God, this is exactly like X, Y, and Z. I've seen this show before and with different costumes on the characters. And then I started to skip around. I was like, All right, where's the action scenes? I couldn't find anything in, a, in episode one. Oh, it's too bad. It's just like Dragon Ball Z, dude. They set it up for a Royal Rumble at the end of episode one, and episode two is all fighting. Yeah, but it. 
from what I saw, the animation looked really low budget. Like there wasn't much movement or much like um, much original animation. It was all like stock. So like when the main character fell down some stairs, uh, <laughs> the first five minutes, like in his introduction, you don't get to see him falling down the stairs. You just see somebody kind of standing there, not moving, kind of cringing as you hear him off camera fall down some stairs. And that told me everything you need to know about like how the action scenes are going to go. Yeah, so I mean, in the second episode, all the heroes get sucked up into discs. Right. So of course, that means by episode three, the kids are going to get the discs, and then they're basically, like I said, they're going to use them like Pokemon. So it was so funny that the the good guys are kicking ass, and then the only thing the bad guys do, King Cobra captures Pepper Potts and dangles her off a ledge, and it's like all you bad, all you heroes. There's like fourteen of them. There's like Avengers, X Men. All you guys got to give up now. Or I'll kill, kill Pepper Potts, and they're like, okay, we all give up. <laughs> Just because it's dangling. No, they're all superheroes. You think they could save Pepper Potts from falling to her death. But they're like, nope, everyone get into the discs. See you on the other side. <laughs> so, uh, you know. But it was, I mean, I liked, uh, I thought some of the ones that stuck out, I thought the Wasp was cool. I thought they made a cool version of the Wasp. Spider-Man was cool. He was actually trash talking and shit and just being kind of funny. Mm -hmm. And he fights the Green Goblin in episode two. That was fun. Hey, cool. So I like the, you know, the, the bad guys, you know, they had like some of the wrecking crew and absorbing man and stuff in there. So I don't know. I mean, yes, it sucks, but um, <laughs> I'm willing to watch a little bit more. I see. I can see this as like a fun party party uh, show, you know, where like you get together and crack up some beers and like laugh. But like, I, I just can't spend like time watching it. Like I not not alone. Well, see, I get an hour lunch break. Ah. So I will work out for half an hour, and then I like to watch uh, something on, on my computer for half an hour while mm -hmm. I'm eating lunch. So I like to watch an episode of something, yeah. and so this will work. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it really is. I mean, it's stupid, but it's stupid enough that it falls in that funny category, too, for me, at least for now. All right. I've seen too much anime to, to, to really enjoy it, and it's so Transformers Energon. No, oh, that sucked. This is this is gotta catch them all, Avengers. Yeah, but it's like those mini cons, man. Yeah. Exactly like the mini con. Nope. Anyway, anyway. All right, so yeah, that was our Marvel cartoon miss, but yeah, and, and you just compare the two, like DC animation versus Marvel. What you got going on? Uh, there's that Avengers cartoon that you dumbed down. The Avenger, I mean, again, the Avengers cartoon is growing on me. It wasn't as good as Earth's Mightiest Heroes, but mm -hmm. Avengers Assemble is it is decent now. So it's found its footing. It's good. It's it's better than no Avengers cartoon, I guess, and it's better than Discourse. Yeah. Um. So I am enjoying it, but it wasn't as good as Earth's Mightiest Heroes. That was way better. But yeah. Um. And then I saw the movie, the Punisher and Black Widow movie, and I think we already talked this, but a previous episode, it's okay. Oh yeah. That's about the best I can say. I mean, it's no DC movie. Yeah. It was a good attempt. Punisher's cool. Black Widow kind of sucks, but um, eh. There was like this weird romantic angle with, with one of the main bad guys. It was totally, totally terrible. Ugh. Super stereotypical sucked. Bad. Okay. But. All right. I won't waste my time. Wow. Uh, but so, the Punisher does kill a lot of people in the beginning, and that was fun. Well, cool. That's good. So. Oh, God. I was... Ah, I, man, I had something on the tip of my tongue. I forgot about it. Sorry. I have a thunder dump while you're thinking about it. Dump it. This it, is awesome. 
we talked about this. We saw the preview last fall, and it came out on video, and I can't believe they had it at the red box, but I was like, yes! And I went and I pushed my finger down on Homefront. Wait, wait, what's, what movie is that? Homefront is what we thought was the Jason Statham version of Taken. Ah. So he's a DEA undercover agent. That's right, and James Franco is like some yes. meth, meth dealer named Gator or something. Gator! Oh my god, <laughs> this movie's fucking terrible. And that's why it's awesome. Awesome. So it's not in the upper echelon of Jason Statham movies like Transporter and shit or mm-hmm. Death Race. This is lower. So you can't <laughs> enjoy it for just being a movie. You have to enjoy it for being shitty. Okay. But, I mean, they really went all out to get B-level talent. Like Winona Ryder is a meth whore. Oh, yeah. And uh, who's the woman? I think it's like Kate something. She was in that surfer movie, and then she played Lois Lane in Superman Returns. Uh, I don't Talk know. She's got like blonde hair, short. Nope, sorry. Fuck, Kate's something. Anyways, she's in there as like a super, super, super trashy redneck wife. But anyways, <laughs> Jason Statham. So they got to set this up first. They got to show a DEA undercover thing gone wrong. And, you know, everyone recognizes what Jason Statham looks like, the hard, bald man. So they give him Nicolas Cage's wig from Con Air. <laughs> what? Fucking straight up con hair. Con hair. <laughs> con hair. hair. Con hair. It's so good. I was like, ah, Jason Statham, con hair. Oh, man. No, I just want to hear him say, like, put the bunny back in the box in English. <laughs> so that's worth it alone for the first 10 minutes. But then, he, you know, it goes wrong. So he goes, takes his daughter, packs it up, and goes down to Louisiana. And he just wants to live this life. And unfortunately, uh, James Franco, who runs the, the drugs down there, figures it out and kidnaps his cat <laughs> to intimidate him. Uh-huh. He's like, I'm going to fucking kidnap your cat. Oh, and I'm going to kidnap your daughter's bunny off of her bed. What? And I'm going to slash one of your tires of your pickup truck. That's like so passive aggressive. That's <laughs> best it could do. I fucking <laughs> throw your cat. Cats suck anyways, asshole. My daughter had 10 stuffed animals on the bed. You took one. Next time, take 10. She doesn't even give a shit. You slash one tire, whatever. <laughs> fucking plug that shit up with my shit <laughs> so I mean this movie is ridiculous but you know there's going to be payoff because you know at some point Jason Statham is going to beat the shit out of James Franco right and, yeah that douchebag's going to come in so bad <laughs> in real life and, this is for uh, Return to Oz <clears throat> oh man and Winona Ryder sucks as the meth whore but it's so <laughs> funny because she shows up like 30 seconds in right not into the movie but 30 seconds into the appearance of Winona Ryder meth whore Right. She walks up to Jason Statham, or not, sorry, James Franco. She's like, hey, what's up? And then they do this jump cut to her banging her over a pickup truck. Yes. There's barely any talking. And all of a sudden, it's like, ah, 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 slamming her up against the pickup truck. I was like, <laughs> all right, well, that happened. Just fucking, it's the weirdest <laughs> jump cut of all time. But boom. And it, was, and it was like, but they did it in a cool way. It was almost like, it was like a security camera angle looking down from far away. <laughs> What? Oh, dude, well, maybe it was a body double. Yeah, it might have been. But, I Probably. mean, there wasn't even nudity. He was just railing her over the pickup truck, but <laughs> I don't know. Like, I mean, and then, like, this movie does. Uh, the only thing is then uh, I'm pretty sure the guy who played Crossbones in New Captain America shows up as an even bigger asshole that actually pushes James Franco down. All right. And James Franco's like, what the fuck? This is my movie. Why am I losing control? <laughs> and like, he was like, get the fuck out of here, James Franco. I'm going after Statham. And uh, they're like, okay. And so the movie gets very confused. Um, like, it was, it was funny. 
like it sucks but it's it, like it's just like the it's it's in that perfect gray area where it sucks but not hard enough so you can just enjoy it and at the end Jason Statham beats the shit out of Franco and it's you're like yes hit him again and he does <laughs> he like fucking beats him down and then he's like you know what Franco the people want this punch him in the face some more we're like yeah wow if you rewind it a couple times it'll even see like he's beating his ass more wow oh uh so yeah Homefront on DVD now it's definitely worth a dollar <laughs> definitely worth a dollar Eric from Jumpman Podcast says it's definitely worth a dollar. That's there you just go. Good the reviews. <laughs> TM. I mean, so it's definitely like the funny, shitty movies that we like to watch. It ain't no Taken. It, you know, like, and and I thought it was gonna be Taken, but the chick don't get the his daughter don't get Taken till like the the third act. So so wait, so did you just keep coming back and be like, I'll take another bunny off her dresser? Ha ha. Yeah, I mean, it's just like you just don't really understand. Like Franco's like a small time hood and. It's really weird. Like the movie, the movie was confused as to what you're supposed to think. <laughs> but the best part was, I'm totally spoiling everything. But who gives a shit, right? Yeah. Um, the guy from the drug bus gone bad in the beginning is in jail because of this, and you know he's the one that sends crossbones to push James Franco out of the way and go after Statham. And at the very end, after Statham's killed everyone and beat the shit out of Franco, the last thing we see in the movie is the guy is in prison and he goes over, you know, because he's got like someone visiting him and he picks up the phone. Mm -hmm. and you know what's going to happen then he cuts to Jason Statham and he's like I'll be fucking waiting for you to get out <laughs> damn <laughs> <You're> like, <"Dah!" laughs> then smash cut to the credits <laughs> I love that Jason Statham's killed everyone except the guy in jail and he's like soon as you get out <laughs> fucking killing you too it's like woo <laughs> I was like and my wife was looking at me like what the fuck did you fucking like, movies and I'm like are you kidding me that's so hardcore he goes and sees him in jail so I'm going to kill you and you get out end of movie damn that's hard man that's the best way to end it the only guy I can't kill is you because you're in here as soon as you get out <laughs> you're fucking dead. you do not even time to go down the street for a hardy's i'll kill you or you, you thought, get your free burger you thought you had a lifetime sentence i'll give you a death sentence so good and there's a couple times where people are trying to intimidate statham in the movie mm -hmm. and it's so funny because it's like you know statham is like dude i'm gonna kick this shit out of you but he likes to let them hang themselves you know so uh -huh. it's like the more you trash talk and try to intimidate him the more he's gonna whoop your ass later <laughs> so it's so good it's so delicious like this one guy is just trying to like fucking intimidate him and you're like oh dude you're gonna get statham so hard <laughs> and then later there's like three guys and he's like at a gas station and they're like yeah dude we're gonna fucking intimidate you and they're like oh statham and they're like <laughs> they like shut off his his pump to his gas and he's trying to gas up his trunk and he's like get the fuck out of here and statham turns the gas back on and like what did you see what he did did you fucking see what this guy just did we're gonna fuck you up and statham's like <laughs> ah bam, 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 bam. so uh, movies Movies is so realistic. It, it happens got, to me every time I go get gas. Just got Statham and spoiler <laughs> alert: the cat lives. Statham gets him back. You don't nice. You don't fuck with Statham's cat. <laughs> just call it cat front. Oh, so Buddy good. front. Definitely worth a dollar, even wow. though you know everything. It's still worth it. Well, well, dude, while you were uh, while you were watching the home front, I was reading the end of Superior Spider-Man. It's uh, over, folks. It's the over. Doc, Doc Octopus Spider-Man. Yep. Yeah. yeah, and I gotta say, what a great run. I was sad to, to see it kind of uh, go down, but it was a great ending, 
and it really felt like all right all these issues formed a whole you know it's like like all the like the collected volume which i'm sure will be coming on for sale um like it was a great story and it was fan fucking tastic Everything that they did with uh, Doc Ock as Spider-Man was awesome. I don't think a hero, like a superhero, has ever done that before. He basically becomes, like, the greatest uh, version of Spider-Man possible. He has, like, all these spider slayers uh, under his control, maintaining order and balance in the city. All these henchmen working for him. All these, like, spider cameras everywhere, like, detecting crime and, like, automatically sending spider henchmen there to, like, stop it. It's awesome. Okay. So I'm not gonna list. I'm not gonna read this series. Yes, because no one cares that Peter Parker's dead or whatever. He, wherever he went, how does it end? How does Doc Ock go back to Spider Man? Well, it it all it all ends with um, occasionally because he uh, it all started with Doc Ock is dying, so he yeah. so he mind swaps with Peter Parker, so he's in Spider Man's body. Yes, and Spider Man is in Doc Ock's dying body, and right. they have a battle, and Parker and Doc Ock tells a couple people. Uh, he he does a couple things to a couple people uh, without without uh, Ock knowing and dies. So you're like, uh, okay, okay, Peter Parker's dead, uh, and then Doc Ock uh, fools everybody into thinking that you know he's still Peter Parker. Um, so later later when everybody starts to suspect that something's wrong because he goes like full psychopath, but he you know he eventually learns that instead of just being like a dick to everybody that he has to be like a hero too, and he kind of lives up to the Spidey mantle. Uh, mm-hmm. When people are starting to figure out that something's not quite right, uh, every once in a while, Peter Parker's uh, ghost or mind or something takes back over, and so you, you get the feeling that like Peter's is still Peter's still somewhere in uh, his own body. Stupid. Yeah, it was it was kind of lame, but yeah. it was always like the way out because you can't just kill off Spider-Man forever. You just, you know, it was always their way out. All right. So, so, anyways, how does he get? He just he just body switches back, Captain Ginyu style. No, no, because because he's dead. A Doctor Octopus is dead. His body's dead. Okay. Um, so what happens? So what happens is uh, the Green Goblin comes back. He comes back and he hacks all of uh, Spider-Man's technology to make it that anybody wearing a, a Green Goblin mask is invisible to all his cameras, and he has all the Spider Slayers that were under his control like go fuck up the avengers and so there's like mass chaos and doc doc ock who thought he was like the superior spider-man who thought he was like the greatest superhero who ever lived realizes that peter parker is the only person who can save the day and so he basically erases himself out of uh peter's consciousness and brings back old peter like sacrificing himself uh so that peter can you know use his his uh his style of saving the day because he's the only person that could take out the goblin Hmm. And he does, and he does, and when he comes back, but it was—it's so great. He comes back, and uh, and his first moments of coming back, there's the there's uh, Miguel, aka Spider Man twenty ninety nine, yeah. And Miguel's like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you you just like change costumes? Where have you been? And he's like, hey man, hey, I've been out for a long time. I got brain swapped with Doc Ock. You need to fill me in. And he's like, wow, that's so stupid sounding. It has to be real. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> like he just acknowledged that it sounds retarded. Hmm. Anyway, so it actually ended like, you know, it made me like root for Doc Ock, who is now gone forever. And it made me feel like, okay, all right, I'm fine with Peter coming back because he saves the day. And he, and they really make you feel like, all right, you know, the world does need a Spider-Man. And, uh, and that Spider-Man has to be Peter Parker. Hmm. 
So I mean, I would definitely give it a read. I know you're probably not gonna read it, but I nope. thought it was I thought it was excellent, and I loved uh, Doc Ock as this like fledgling hero, you know, who who like right off the bat he's like such <clears throat> a badass and he's so brutal, um, but he learns eventually to uh, to have some kindness and like you know and really bring something to uh, to the Spider-Man mantle, and then it's all like over, like it never happened, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Eh. <laughs> All right. Well, kids, get ready. Grab a 40. Get ready to pour some out. Oh. Let me channel some uh, voice to men and say, It's so hard to say goodbye to X Strike Studios. Ooh. Oh, dude, my homies. That's right. It's all. It's all. Actually, I got a call a couple weeks ago from Ben Lathan, mm. who, uh, who was their web guy and mascot for years <laughs> and he basically told me he's like hey dude yeah we're probably yeah we're we're in the extra studios and it was kind of like the call you get from like somebody who's been taking care of like your sick grandma for a while right so you know it's coming yeah it's like it but like you you knew it was coming but somebody yeah. finally calls you and be like hey we're transferring extra studios uh to hospice or they're probably gonna take everything offline you know pretty soon Hey, I, I was impressed they lasted 11 years. I mean, you know, you guys were all young and just in college and stuff. It's hard to keep the gang together that long. So, you know, good on them for their run. And, and what a way to go out, having that uh, article in Cracked basically give them a huge tip of the cap and people being interested in their stuff again. So it's like you might as well go out on a cool blaze of glory, I guess. Oh, exactly. I feel like... You know, it was a sign. It was a great moment. They were they were already going to make the announcement when the uh, when the article hit, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, it was like it, it makes me nostalgic, but it also makes me feel like it's just like this thing that happens to everybody who's like a storyteller or a filmmaker in college. You know, you get together with your college buddies and you make some projects and you have like a dream of making it big. Mm-hmm. You know, but when you uh, when you uh, when it when it doesn't exactly happen because like making it. Like like our brethren over at Mega sixty four quote unquote made it. Uh, it's like getting struck by lightning. It doesn't happen to everybody. Or when it doesn't happen to you, it's, and I'm sure you can relate with after hours. It's yep. like it's like when when everybody moves apart and you know does their separate things and becomes adults and have lives and babies and jobs etc. It's like there's just nothing to keep the old uh, college work group together. Yep, sometimes Avengers Mansion has got to close out, close down, and everyone gets their own solo books. Yep. Just how it is. But you can still get back together every once in a while and whoop some ass and drink some beers. Dude, and that's MAGFest to me, man, and that's why I'm always going to go. It's a big family reunion, and the party room is all my extra buddies. Yeah. So. so yep, and and so if you're listening to this and you have no idea what it is, uh, extraegstudios.com or uh, uh, some of their stuff is online, then... I feel like uh, all what we did was we we made video f- feature length video game parody movies back when nobody was doing it. I want to say we were the first one that wasn't like Double Dragon or Mortal Kombat, um, but it was only on DVD. The, uh, mm-hmm. We did, we never embraced YouTube in the early days. Uh, so, but if you want to see the first film, the one that's been called the Citizen Kane of video game films, I'm still yeah. so proud of River City Rumble. Uh, they're doing a pre-order right now for some new DVDs because they basically sold out and didn't bother to buy anymore. Yeah, I enjoyed that movie. That was awesome. I enjoyed some of the Transformers movie references in it also. Oh, yeah. This is great. Uh, yeah, that shit was funny. 
So you guys should check it out. And, uh, you know, I'd have to say not only that they get in crack towards the end here, but another huge uh, honor, uh, mark of distinction was they got into Nintendo Power. Yeah, well, dude, back back in the day, that was like, that was one of the signs where we were like, okay, this is happening and we're going to hit the big time because Nintendo Power, instead of like uh, following up with like a cease and desist or a lawsuit, they put us in Nintendo Power and talked about how awesome we were. Yeah, and that felt really great. Yeah, good job on you guys. I enjoyed watching your movies; they were funny. Yeah, considering we made it for zero dollars, or maybe the the price of some T-shirts and some jeans. uh, Right. I I felt like like our no budget was pretty good. So please check it out if you get a chance. Yep. So last Thunderdome, Godzilla, the WonderCon footage tape. Have you seen it? No, I'm I'm kind of waiting just to go see it in the movie because. All right. I'm excited for Godzilla, but if it ends up like Cloverfield, I'm gonna I'm gonna literally like shit on the floor and throw it at the screen, zoo monkey in a zoo style. Well, no, all right. So I, I they post- better fucking show Godzilla all the time. No, no, and no, not, no, and not shaky cam. No, 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 no. It's it's not like that. It's not like that. I, I skipped around. I didn't want to watch too much of it too because they literally showed like five minutes straight from the movie. Uh, but no, I, I I posted on Facebook saying Godzilla versus Cloverfield because the there's a giant monster in the footage that they show who looks exactly like the Cloverfield monster. Which you don't even know what Cloverfield monster looks like because you only saw shaky cam footage of him for fucking five seconds at a time. Yeah, I know. I, yeah, it's like yeah, like people drew it later on the internet, so I kind of know what it looks like. Okay, all right. But no, there's more. It's true. There's more footage of this monster in this one scene than anything in the entire Cloverfield movie of the monster. But it looks like Godzilla is there to save the day because like everybody is getting eaten alive and destroyed by this huge monster. It's knocking over buildings and then Goodish Godzilla shows up and everybody at WonderCon's like, Fuck yeah Godzilla Would it be too much to ask like to have P. Diddy do a cameo and Godzilla stomp him <laughs> flat on accident? <laughs> Come with me did it? Did it? I mean, would it be kind of funny? I thought it'd be no. That, that was or like, Matt Broderick also. <laughs> anybody? Gay? I study worms. <laughs> that, that's how you knew that it was gonna be lame because in the music video, uh, the P Diddy's music video, uh, Godzilla shows up and he gets right in P Diddy's face and he doesn't eat him or do anything. I have been really liking the uh, Godzilla Snickers commercials that have been out recently. I have not seen those. Oh, you should Google Godzilla Snickers commercials. They're funny. He's a total bro. Yeah? (laughs) Yeah, he's like Mac and Chicks and winning at beer pong and stuff, but he's a total bitch if he doesn't get a Snickers after a while. (laughs) Oh, that's that's funny. It's good. I like it. All right. Well, Well, uh, stay tuned next week. Our next episode will be our... The one of the ones I look forward to a lot is the summer movie preview. Mm-hmm. Find out where I'm going to spend my hard-earned American dollars because it's almost that time—the greatest season of the year. That's right, and then uh, and then the week after that, we're gonna, we're we're both going to go see Spider-Man. Hell yeah! And I, you know, I have my reservations about this movie, but it just ha- it just so happens to line up with uh, with my reward tier for the gym. Uh, mm-hmm. that I gave myself like basically I just leveled up my own little system and uh, I'm looking at my rewards and it says $12 comics and I'm just going to put that towards a movie and go see Amazing Spider-Man 2. Yeah, I think it's going to be good. I think they got it right. I hope so, man. 
I think I think it's gonna be a good one. For, so for fourteen effing dollars, that better be good. <laughs> you gotta go matinee style, baby. Uh, I I I don't know. I would, but you know, it's like I'm a I'm a stay at home dad. So what am I gonna do? Bring the kid to a movie? No, I'll get some homeless dude to watch him. Yeah, I could. I could. There's like a lady. Our our neighbor downstairs keeps like hinting that she wants to babysit him, but she's like a chain smoker. I can't do that. Oh yeah, that's weird. She's always just you know, and she's like she's like unmarried. And kind of has like this party girl past from like sixty Ooh. years ago. Oh, it all sounded really awesome until you said sixty years ago. I was like, <laughs> oh yeah, now we're talking. Yeah, party yeah. Girl. Oh, bag of bones. Yeah. <laughs> Ew, gross. Yeah, sixty years ago she was one of those one of those party girls. Woo! But uh, yeah, party girls age and they don't marry and they live alone and they smoke a lot. Ew, gross. Yeah, and I'm sure if she uh, if if she could have cats, she would have like ten. Right. Yeah. All right, well, check our shit out, yo. Just <laughs> <laughs> put that under our podcast yeah. logo. Check our go shit to, out, yo. Go to ragequitcast.com, our Irish brother, Andrew, who is also a member of Every Play. Download his app. That's pretty cool. It's on the play. ground floor of that. I've been playing that skateboarding game a lot. Yeah, so go check free, that. Free skate or something. Yeah, make your own videos on Everplay and put that shit online so we can laugh at it. Oh yeah, I know. Wait, Skyline something. Skyline skaters probably. Yeah. It's actually well, pretty it's actually pretty cool. Reminds me a lot of Kiwi Dash. Or just record yourself and post it. We want to see it. Any any video, I don't care. Just post it. I want to see what our fans are into and I want to watch you fail at games. Yeah, and, and actually if anybody out there has a good app game recommendation, let me know because I'm playing Oceanhorn. It's kind of like a Zelda clone, but I'm I'm hankering for something new. Yeah, a hanker for a hunk of cheese. Oh my god! <laughs> yes, boom! No one got that reference, so it's a good way to go out. <laughs> wait, 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 wait! There's more sites. No, no. Uh, eldergeek.com, retrowaretv.com, our headquarters over at jumpmenpodcast.com, and please like us on Facebook and uh, and let us know uh, how you feel about this episode. And uh, we're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Also, I, I listen to us now on Stitcher Radio as I go uh, jogging. So that's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Actually, I listen to us, and then I usually go over to How Did This Get Made? That's a funny podcast. I, I love anything funny, so I will definitely check that out. They take really shitty movies and talk about How Did This Get Made, and they just rip them apart. Oh, good. But they did a great – How Did This Get Made? They did a great one for Street Fighter. Mm-hmm. They did a great one for Hulk Hogan's uh, No Holds Barred. Yes. And unfortunately, they did a pretty shitty one of Mortal Kombat because they just didn't understand Mortal Kombat. Oh, that's too bad. They just spent the whole time saying, I don't get it, instead of just really making fun of the cheesiness of the movie. So I was disappointed in that one. But mm-hmm. the other two were hilarious. So. That's good. That's, I mean, I, I love that. And working out, I feel like I listened to some nature documentaries in the gym, you know, BBC. And I was just like, fuck, this is more boring than not listening to anything. So I, I got to laugh in the gym or else it, uh-huh. it just drags. You got to listen. It, two of the guys that are normally on it are from the TV show The League, which I love. Oh, nice. So, um, the one guy, Paul Shear, he was also from Human Giant. So, okay. But yeah, how did this get made? Definitely start with the Street Fighter one and uh, No Holds Barred. Those are really good. Really we'll do, good. Will do. <laughs> well, let's go. I mean, if you have only time to listen to one podcast, it should be ours. But, uh, <laughs> you know, as I'm giving you other ones to listen to instead. But, you know. It's, it's delicious. All right, cool. Well, thanks so much, everybody, and we'll see you next week. Soup. Jump now. Engage. I find your lack of faith disturbing. One shall stand, one shall fall.